Analytics 2.22. The master said, I cannot see how one whose words are untrustworthy is viable as a person. Imagine if there is a large carriage driven by an ox and it does not have the pin for its yoke. Or imagine if there is a small carriage driven by a cart but without the linchpin for its crossbar. How can these possibly be driven? The central focus of this is on Shin. And Shin means to be somebody who lives up to their words. And this is one of those, um, what, what Confucius is saying here is that if you are not somebody who is trustworthy, then you cannot really make your way through life. In other words, you're not a viable human being. This is not philosophically necessarily very deep, but it's one of those things that a person needs to be reminded of. Because if you look at most people's behaviors, they do not live up to their words. They break their promises, or they are hypocrites, or they're more generally untrustworthy because they're not sincere, and so they abandon or betray those who rely on them, those whom they should take care of. They, these people exist, and most people are like this. They are not shun, they are untrustworthy persons. And so even though intellectually this is not something that is very interesting to talk about, it is essential to a person's virtue that they are a Shin person. You can also think about this from a more defensive standpoint. So for example, a friend who is not Shin is not a very good friend. And a co-worker or a neighbor who is not Shin, is not trustworthy, is not a good co-worker or a good neighbor, and does not, cannot be de dependent upon. Furthermore, you can go back out into larger society and think about politicians. Politicians who go back on their words, these people are not trustworthy. Politicians who go turn their back on their ideals, they certainly do not deserve anybody's support. So the presidents who have come before or the prime ministers that might come into the future, what you'll notice is that they go turn their back on what they've said, either in terms of their ideals or what they have promised. Of course, sometimes the situation changes so radically and drastically that it is the righteous E thing to do to not live up to your exact promises. However, if we look at most politicians, they simply change what they believe, say they believe in because it is politically expedient to do so. In other words, 
in order to ensure that they are re-elected or that they please their supporters. And by that, I don't even mean only the people who vote for them, but the people who give them money. In order to do these things, they are not honest with their words and they, their actions belie what they say. If you want to take this into a more philosophical route, you can think about the rectification of names in 13.3. So instead of thinking about this as a single individual person whose words are untrustworthy, think about that in terms of larger society. So if the words that the society uses are no longer stable and clear, then the whole society itself is not viable. So if you're playing around with the meanings of the word teacher, of the meanings of the word father, if you are playing around with some of these terms, then you get chaos in your society. Nothing can be relied upon. So I'm going to quickly go through a a few of these words and we'll follow up uh, later on all the way in book 13 but think about how some of these words are misused for example do we use the word father only for actual fathers or are we starting to extend these words to relationships that are not actual parents and uh, about parents and children are we looking at, when we talk about marriage, maybe we uh, have a situation where the words, the meaning of the word and the word itself does not match up. For example, if you uh, have a boyfriend and a girlfriend, they move in together indefinitely, and that you don't call this a marriage, that relationship is unpredictable and unstable. It's not very viable. And the society that allows this and plays games with the, those words, oh, they're just boyfriend and girlfriend, they're not really married. Societies that play along, around with these terms, they're also not viable. We've gotten to the point where even we dispute what a man and a woman are. And when you play around with some very fundamental words, you have extreme degrees of chaos. So for example, one of my students is in college and there, many of the dorms, they have co-gender bathrooms. That is certain to cause extreme degrees of chaos. Some of it will manifest physically and some of it will manifest psychologically, but this is a very dangerous situation. So when words and actions do not line up when they do not match. In other words, that pin or that linchpin is missing, then proper functioning does not occur. So this analogy is very useful. A large carriage without a pin, that carriage compartment gets separated from the oxen that is supposed to be carried driving it, and 
the small carriage or the cart, if it does not have the pin for its crossbar, then the horse or the donkey that is supposed to be pulling it along is separated from it. So even though you have some sort of intent, some sort of destination, some sort of will, it will not work. And so even though you do wish to become a good person, even though you do wish for your marriage to work out, even though you wish for your career to do well, if you do not have trustworthiness, if there's not a connection between what you say you will do or what you are about and what you actually in fact do, then you will only have dysfunction. And no matter how badly you want something, it will not happen. So this one, again, philosophically, for the most part, if we're thinking about human beings, it's not intellectually very complex. But it is very important for you to look at yourself and, and say, am I living up to my promises? Am I living up to my ideals? Because if you do not, then you're really a nobody. You're not a good person. You're not a good friend. You're not a good coworker, you're not a good employee, you're not a good neighbor, you're not a good teacher, you're not a good parent, etc. You don't always have to follow exactly what you promise if the situation changes and calls for a different action in order to be e righteous, moral. And sometimes that does happen. But that's the only time you should consider breaking your ward if it is moral and righteous for you to pursue a different, uh, different course of action. And finally, you can think about how this works on a whole societal basis. In one sense, 2.22, if you think about how societies there is a dis large discrepancy between actions and words, then you can have chaos. But that's more of a discussion better fit for 13.3. So if you're a person, you'd say that uh, you want to uh, donate to a cause or you want to volunteer uh, to help out in some way, and you don't do that, you, sh you should take yourself to task and do it. If you are a person who is promising to help out a friend on some, uh, with regards to something, then you should do that, unless doing so would mean that you are doing an unrighteous thing. Uh, if you are, um, if you say that you are about certain ideals, then you should actually fulfill them. I'll end up with an interesting story. I knew this one person long ago, and he told me that he had a cousin he got a tattoo um, of his brother's name. And then later that week, they got into a big fist fight. And so there, there's a very clear difference between their words and their actions. In that case, they even tattooed the word, the name of their brother onto their skin. And yet they still did not live up to uh, what they had tattooed. And that's to remind you of another analect um, that will come. Um, actually, uh, if you've read ahead, it, it, you, you should remind, you should know this. But if you haven't, it'll come up soon. 
uh, Confucius, and I'll paraphrase here, says that the ancients were ashamed if their actions did not live up to their words, and so they did not speak too often. So that's a paraphrase, but the idea is um, if you are not so confident in your virtue, then don't talk as much. Again, this is always contextual uh, because sometimes you need to give somebody instructions, even though you are yourself not capable of living up to it. Uh, and there's a time and place for that where the person really does need to hear it at that moment or at that point in his life. Um, and he is emotionally receptive to hearing this advice. Uh, but that would be different from going out and without proper prompting, give that kind of advice. So um, the key point there is to be careful about your words, make sure that your actions do live up to your words and that your words are themselves true. So in, in summary, you want to always go think about uh, are you living up to your words, whether in terms of ideals or in terms of promises, and break them only when you have a righteous moral reason to do so. And this is not, again, very intellectually interesting, but it's something that you should every day think whether you have actually fulfilled in terms of being shunned.